0: This is the Thursday, June 30th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight. So settle in and we'll set you up in about 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Folger and Anita Marks back with you on this Thursday. Pretty much uh, just baseball on the uh, slate tonight, but we do want to return to the John Deere Classic, which has been so far early on Thursday an absolute scoring fest for the golfers. can still wager it even after the tournament has started, but let's start Major League Baseball. I mean, I think the primetime matchup on this Thursday uh, slate is the New York Yankees in Houston. We got the Yanks sending Lou Severino to the bump, Luis Garcia. I will throw the rubber for the Astros. The Yankees are a road. Favorite minus one twenty five on the money line. A rather low total for these two offenses at seven and a half. Uh, what stands out to you about how to attack this uh, premier MLB matchup on the slate?
1: Yeah, I- I'm going to roll with the Yankees here, uh, even though they are playing in Houston. I like them on the money line. You can get it at minus one thirty. Severino four and two with a three three eight ERA. He's been great. Garcia pitching for Houston. He has the second highest ERA in their rotation. Um, but you know, I'm going back to the series just last week here, Tyler. Um, I know these two teams split, but I just, I just want to believe like they've got Houston had such great performance with their their starting pitchers. The two games that they lost, but the bullpen faltered. So I, I just, you know, in in Aaron Judge hitting that three run home run, there's so much bad blood and anger and and. Resentment and between these two clubs, there's just there's so much energy and and it's just it, this is going to be really fun to watch. Another thing that I'm concerned about is just the injuries that Houston's dealing with, right? Like, um, you know, Alvarez, Pina, um Brentley, you know, they, they've got a number of players that as well that that are injured. So I'm just I'm leaning towards the Yankees. I don't want to lay the one and a half. On the run line, but I'll take them on the money line at minus
0: one thirty. I'm staying away from a side in this matchup, but I do want to attack a couple of totals. I think seven and a half is too low. I would play over that at minus one hundred five. I would play the first five over four at minus one hundred five. I think um, the market uh, is looking at these two teams, two of the best pitching teams, obviously in Major League Baseball, and saying it could be a low-scoring game. But Luis Garcia at home. And Luis Severino on the road are by far the worst versions of themselves pitching. It's a great situational spot for the offenses tonight, given where this game is taking place. Garcia at home is a 5.18 ERA this season. It's 2.37 on the road. Almost three runs lower on the road than at uh, Houston's ballpark. Then there is big Lou Severino. At Yankee Stadium, 2.62 ERA. On the road this season, 4.61 ERA. Two runs higher on the road. So, with that being this situational spot, and of course, both of these offenses are great. You have star power up and down each and every lineup. Um, I think we have an opportunity here to attack the total in any way, shape, or form that you want to. Team total's over. First five team total's over. Um, You know, props for the offense. I just think the market should probably have this closer to an 8.5 total. Uh, for the game than a seven and a half total. So an opportunity, I think, to buy the overs in this matchup, uh, thanks to Garcia pitching at home and Severino on the bump. Another big primetime matchup or um, great matchup we'll see in the NLS tonight. Padres visiting the Dodgers um, should be a really, really good one. Got Joe Musgrove on the bump for the San Diego Padres, who, of course, has been really, really good this season. Uh, It is Mike Mitch White, I should say, Mitch White on the bump, for the uh, L.A. Dodgers. Um, not surprising with the Dodgers at home that they are favored in this game, um, but Joe Musgrove has been really, really good all season long. Uh, you got the uh, Dodgers as a minus-135 favorite at home, a total of eight. Um, any plays that you have in Padres-Dodgers?
1: Yeah, I, I like the Padres tonight, uh, and I'm gonna I'm going to play them on the money line, although the run line is very tempting. I just don't like, you know, the juice you have to lay, but... Interesting trend here. The Padres 76% winners uh, on the run line when they're the dog, and 70% on the run line when they're on the road. And as you said, Musgrove has been tremendous, eight and one with a 2.12 ERA. Um, so I'm leading again. Padres on the money line. You get that at plus 115. I'm also going under two and a half runs for Musgrove tonight. Um, this is the first time this season that he's going to be facing the Dodgers, and he needs to bounce back from a really disappointing performance. Against the Phillies, his last start, he gave up seven hits and six runs. So this is a perfect opportunity for him to get, get back into that zone. So I'm going under two and a half runs for Musgrove tonight.
0: I agree with you. I I agree with you big time. Um, I like the Padres on the money line plus 115. Um, I'll throw a dart at Musgrove uh, being credited with the victory at plus 151. Uh, As you mentioned, he's eight and one this season with a 2.12 ERA, a whip under one. Um, He has, The uh, fourth most money won on the money line of any starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. He's been one of those profitable starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. So uh, the Dodgers are not sending out one of their aces, Mitch White. You know, they have nothing but talent in that rotation. But Musgrove's been better than Mitch White. And uh, I'm not sure the uh, market accurately reflects um, the pricing of this particular matchup between Musgrove and White. So I'm interested in the Padres in all ways, like you said, on the money line on the run line. I didn't know that trend uh, about their uh, success on the run line, especially on the road, but uh, uh, the Padres was my lean in this matchup um, given Musgrove's success this season, not just with basic pitching stats, but with your betting stats as well. The fourth uh, most money one amongst any starting pitcher. Uh, all right. Any other games or, or props or anything else in major league baseball that sticks out to you real quick, Anita?
1: Yeah. I like Milwaukee against uh, on the money line against Pittsburgh. Uh, today, um, you know, you've got uh, Hauser, who's pitching from Milwaukee. He's good against Pittsburgh with a 2.25 ERA. Pittsburgh, uh, their batting average against him is a 175. And then Brubaker is uh, is is pitching for Pittsburgh. Um, he's one in seven with a 4, 415. ERA, and as we know, Pittsburgh, uh, their bullpen, no bueno. I'm also going to go Telez to hit a home run tonight at plus 340. He's got two home runs in his last two games, four home runs in his last third, and he's got great success against Brubaker, nine home runs and 15 starts. So uh, I I really, that's going to be a fun game to watch. And then last but not least, uh, and this might surprise some people because Atlanta's just been so good, but give me the Phillies on the run line. At plus one thirty-five, I'm also going to take the under here at eight and a half. Nola's on on the bump, as we like to say here at Daily wager, um, pitching for uh, for the Phillies, and uh, and he's just been spectacular this season. Uh, I'm also going to go over seven and a half strikeouts for Nola. He had ten strikeouts his last start. He had 10 strikeouts against uh, Atlanta the last time he faced them. He's got a 25% K rate. So again, I'm going to go Phillies here on the run line. I'm also going to take the under at eight and a half, and I'm going to take over seven and a half strikeouts for Nola today.
0: All right, I got a couple of games that I'm looking at that may not have the um, cachet of the other ones we've discussed Four bad teams, but I think two great opportunities to exploit. Let me start at uh, Wrigley Field with the Reds visiting the Cubs. I'm gonna, I am like the Reds on the money line, plus 105. I like Graham Ashcraft to earn a win at plus 179. I like Kyle Hendricks to allow more than three and a half runs at plus 115. Um, here's the situation at Wrigley Field. Temperatures in the mid to upper 80s, maybe even touching the low 90s. Wind blowing out to left center at 15-plus miles an hour. The reason why I like the Reds in this game is because their pitcher – Graham Ashcraft, this season has a ground ball rate of 58% and a walk rate of 4%. Those are very important important metrics to have when the wind is blowing out at Raid You don't want to put guys on base for free, thus the low walk rate. And you want to keep the ball on the ground when the wind's blowing out, thus the high ground ball rate. As a matter of fact, in the AAA, in the minors, before he was called up earlier this season, his ground ball rate was 71%. So this guy is an ace at keeping the ball on the ground. He also is a pitcher that has the best money line or money line win rate in the uh in baseball this season uh, he's he's number one in baseball on uh money line one or money one betting on this pitcher when his or his team when this pitcher pitches um so Ashcraft has been really really good for betters this season his peripherals um, are perfect for the environment here. Meanwhile, Kyle Hendricks is the pitcher for the uh, Chicago Cubs, and just not what he once was. His ground ball rate is under 40%. That's too low in this environment. His hard hit rate is almost 40%. That's too high. He doesn't miss bats. His strikeout rate is well under 20% at 17.2. And he's allowing 1.55 homers per nine this season. With the wind blowing out, I wouldn't be shocked to see him give up at least one or two long balls. So I like the Reds. I like Ashcraft versus Hendricks. I'll be targeting bats on Cincinnati side uh, more so than Chicago side. Not that Chicago can't, you know, uh, uh, go deep and exploit the win in this uh, environment. But uh, I really do think the pitching advantage much greater for the Cincinnati Reds and Ashcraft has been the most profitable pitcher, starting pitcher uh, to bet on so far this season of any in major league baseball. And he hasn't been pitching up here the whole season. So definitely like that spot with the Reds. And then the other game, again, not two really good teams, but Seattle, Um, and the Oakland A's. Logan Gilbert is by far one of the uh, best pitchers you probably don't know about uh, for the Seattle Mariners. Has an 8-3 record, 2.44 ERA this season. Um, They are big, heavy favorites. uh, More than $2 against Oakland. Um, I like Gilbert to get the win at plus 133. Um, Him to hold the A's while he's out on the bump to under four and a half hits at plus 110. The A's offense, it's literally the worst in Major League Baseball. They're dead last in average on base, slugging, and OPS. They're a extraordinarily punchless offense and Gilbert as uh, with his eight and three record and 2.44 ERA has been really, really good this season. Also one of the most profitable pitchers to bet on so far this year. So I, I love attacking the A's offense. That's one of my favorite things to do um, is look and see who the A's and the Tigers are playing and then kind of bet on those pitchers, the A's, especially just an horrendous offense. So big into Logan Gilbert and the Seattle manners tonight with uh, Gilbert, hopefully getting a win for me at plus plus one thirty three and holding that A's, offense under four and a half hits while he's out there so a couple of games that may not be you know great for uh tv ratings but certainly i think some spots to exploit uh based on what we're seeing um at wrigley field and in seattle tonight
1: anytime you put money on a game it's worth watching right like <laughs> you know point. i always i always tell people you know you, you you gamble for the it's like it's like going to a movie right like you it's for the price of admission it, it's you know it's just it 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 improves uh, your viewing experience. It's really what it's about. <laughs> that is a great
0: point. You, you, uh, you make a wise point. And, and it's right. also um, the uh, emotions that come with it are fun, the highs and the lows. You had a low a couple nights ago. I had a tremendous low last night. I don't know if you know, saw my bad beats. Um, we went over what happened with the uh, D-backs and the Padres for you oh. um, on t- Tuesday night. But last night I had a best bet of the uh, Cards Marlins under six and a half um, alternate total. At plus 160, it was 3-2 in the ninth inning. Cardinals were up 3-2. Ryan Helsley comes in to close it out for the Cardinals. He entered the game with a 0.30 ERA and 29.2 innings pitched. And with two outs, he gave up a two-run homer to Avi Garcia um, to make it a 4-3 game. So not only did I lose my best bet, but then I watched my team, So I'm a Cardinals fan, lose a game they probably should have won to the Miami Marlins and failed to uh, complete the sweep. So it was a bad, bad night. Um, after, uh, Avi Garcia hit that two run shot for me at the betting window. Um, all right, real quick, let's move to, uh, the, uh, John Deere classic. We gave our, um, favorite plays for that yesterday on the pod. Um, right now the uh, first round is about midway through. There's still a lot of guys that need to tee off, but you wanted to make note of JT Poston who is eight under through 14 holes. And I'll go ahead and throw a guy out there who, uh, Is from my neck of the woods, Wildwood, Missouri. His name is Chris Nagel. He qualified for the uh, uh, United States Open and fared well there. Got into the uh, John Deere field. Chris Nagel is six under through nine. So we have a couple of really, really nice scores out there. Poston and Nagel. And I know Poston was someone that you were interested in before this tournament started. Is there any way to uh, get invested in him now that we've seen him get off to a good start in round one?
1: Yeah. So again, you know, just make note, we're recording this podcast at 1220 uh, this afternoon. So, uh, and we'll probably be posted sometime around one 2 o'clock. So keep that in mind right now, posting top of the leaderboard right now at eight under with a two shot lead data has him as a 16.2% chance of winning the tournament. So um, right now you can put money down five to one for him to win this tournament Also some good odds at plus 130 for him to finish in the top five. And I just share that just because we, you and I both liked him coming in and he's off to such a phenomenal start. And we talked about it yesterday on wager, as well as the podcast, you know, there's not a lot of big names playing in this tournament. A they're taking the week off. They're getting ready for the open. Also, a lot of them are over in Portland playing on the, uh, the live tour, the 54 tour. So keep that in mind. So um, I I just, I think there's some value there right now with posting off to such a great start.
0: All right, that'll do it for the Thursday edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Um, We are back on ESPN2 tonight for Daily Wager at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, so please tune in. We'll uh, touch on all these baseball games and uh, dive into the NBA Free Agency, uh, which is set to begin tonight. Should be a lot of fun. Um, As we know, those teams like to spend and improve their rosters in the offseason, and of course, we'll dive into the National Football League, even though it's June, we love talking NFL with props out and uh, maybe looking at some week one games, things like that. So uh, should be a fun hour, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, ESPN2 Daily Wager, and we'll see you back here tomorrow on the Daily Wager podcast.